0: Hello and welcome to the next Tales from Heriots podcast. I'm Zach Hassan, a former pupil from the class of 2012 and I have the pleasure of leading this episode which sees us look back to World War II, paying specific attention to the Serbian boys who were gifted an education at Heriots in 1916. This recording leads on perfectly from Jack Pentland's earlier episode covering the Gallipoli campaign in World War I. If you haven't checked that one out yet, you can do so after this. So without further ado, let's delve back into the Heriot's archives and cast our minds back to the early 1900s. In the late spring of 1916, a ship made the short crossing from Le Havre in France to Southampton, transporting a group of Serbian children who had escaped from a conquered Serbia. Around 350 children made the crossing and were provided accommodation, food and free education across the UK with the support of the Committee for the Boarding and Education of Serbian Refugees. In June, 1916, Sir Edward Parrott, on behalf of the committee, asked the governors of George Heriot's Trust to grant free education at George Herriot School to 10 Serbian boys. After consulting with the headmaster, the governors granted the request. The boys started at Heriot's in September 1916. The school was approached several times between 1916 and 1918, and each time agreed to provide free education to a total of 26 boys. The boys were boarded in hostile accommodation, and nearby houses received English language lessons to help them integrate into the school. At the end of the war, Most of the boys returned to Serbia, although four remained in Scotland to study at Edinburgh University. A plaque presented to the school by the Serbian boys still hangs in the old dining hall. The journey to the UK for many children was long and arduous, and many of the boys, some aged only 13 or 14, were part of the retreating Serbian army. Two of our pupils, George Osman Begovic, and Svetlomir Marijanović wrote about their journeys to Edinburgh. Dear Mr. Editor, Perhaps you would like to have a letter from one of the Serbian boys who are now being educated at George Heriot's school. I was a corporal in the Moravska Divizia of the Serbian army when I left my birthplace near Nish, the old capital of Serbia, on October the 24th, 1915. I was then 16 years of age. Next day, The enemy Bulgarians came to the village. The first day I travelled alone. None of my relations were with me but on the following day I reached Laban where I met my sister's husband and with him I was four days. Then I lost sight of him and I went with Serbian cavalry to Prizrend. After the soldiers and people left Prizrend We walked long journeys through the mountains, sometimes from five o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. One night I saw a fire burning in the mountains and I went to warm myself at it. There I found five Austrian prisoners who were very hungry and very dusty. I spoke German to them and among them was a gentleman whose son was with me at school in Vienna. I had a large piece of bread in my haversack which I bought at Prisrend, and I shared it with them all. I said to them, Have you any money? And they replied, We have nothing. I gave each of them two silver dinars, the equivalent of two francs, for my mother had given me 500 dinars when I said goodbye to her. I fell fast asleep by the fire, and when I awoke in the morning, I went with a crowd of soldiers, men and boys to Deborah. There, I found my cousin, who is a captain in the Serbian artillery. And then, after another month, I came to Durazzo. Here, the German aeroplanes dropped bombs and destroyed many houses and killed many people. Then the day came for us to leave Durazzo. Half an hour before we left, the Serbian Crown Prince went on board a Red Cross ship for Corfu. Then, two enemy aeroplanes came one over the town and the other over the ships our guns fired but could not hit them they dropped one bomb 50 yards from our ship and a second fell between the red cross ship and ours and a third dropped only 10 yards from the red cross ship then a warship came up and the aeroplanes departed the soldiers and people on board our ship all prayed to god to save them from a watery grave We left Durazzo at 9pm, and late the next day we arrived in Corfu. It was very dark, and I had lost my cousin at Durazzo. I did not know where to go, but I found an English lady, who was a corporal in the Serbian army, and she asked me to stay with her and her husband by a fire, and we drank tea together. In the morning my cousin came, and one of the soldiers of my battalion told me where he was. When I saw him... I asked him where he had been and he said he was in another ship. I stayed in Corfu one month and ten days and then went to France to a small island, Friol, near Marseille where there were three or four hundred Serbian boys. There I saw an English lady, Miss Bellows, who wrote to her brother in England and he arranged for us to go there. One hundred and fifty of us landed at Southampton and went to Oxford then 25 of us went to Cambridge. After staying there some weeks, many more Serbian boys arrived. And then we came to this beautiful city of Edinburgh, where kind friends were waiting to welcome us. I am yours sincerely, George Osman Begovic. Dear Mr. Editor, As a Serbian boy, I have the good fortune to be a pupil at George Heriot's school and should like to give you a brief outline of my career since I left my home. My birthplace, called Kuchevo, lies in the valley of the River Peck, and is 20 miles from the River Danube. When the Austrians and Germans began their advance, their artillery bombarded the hills which were around my place, and their cavalry patrols came near it. We had orders from our government that every man and boy from 15 to 50 years of age must evacuate the place before the enemy's army occupied it. Of course, I did not like to be under the Huns. So I went off. Some days after, I found my father and uncle who were in the cavalry of Cambinovan Divizia and I joined them. Every soldier had a horse for only a short time because through Albania we had no food for them and as they got very weak, we had to leave them behind. During our journey through Albania, we had several fights with Albanian people. They tried to take our horses and food, but they were frequently repulsed. After a few days, we reached a place near Durazzo, which was called Cavalla where we were for about 20 days. During that time, six of the Austrian battleships full of soldiers tried to come into Durazzo, but failed to make an entrance. We had only one gun, but managed to sink two of the enemy's ships. One of the other four took fire, and after a little while, it also sank. The other three ships steamed back, but the French fleet met them and they were all smashed up. We caught some of the Austrian soldiers who jumped from the ships when they began to sink and they said that they got orders to occupy Durazzo and to make prisoners of all our soldiers. On the second day, an Austrian aeroplane dropped little pieces of paper on which was written, It is better for you to deliver yourselves up. You will be sent to your houses. If you don't do that, none of you will see Serbia again. But we did not mind that. After a few days, we embarked in ships and sailed for Corfu, which we reached at midnight. I remained in Corfu for 25 days, during which time we received new uniforms, horses and necessaries. Some days after, we got orders that every boy who was under military age must leave the army and be sent to France. So I left the army, and went to France where I remained on the Isle of Friol near Marseilles. On it were about three hundred Serbs. There I saw an English lady, Miss Bellows, and an English gentleman, Mr Balls. Miss Bellows wrote to her brother in Britain, who arranged for our coming to Britain. Mr Balls came with us to Britain, and he is still with Serbian boys at Oxford. I was at Oxford for some time, and was then sent to Glasgow, where I was for about 20 days, and then, with other four of my friends, came to Edinburgh, where a number of Scotch boys came to welcome us. They had been taught to say welcome in Serbian language. Dabro došli. I remain yours sincerely. Svetlomir Marjanović. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Tales from Harriet's podcast. It's hard to believe in this day and age what these pupils went through as Serbian refugees. It's an honor to read their stories to you and imagine the important part Heriots played in their young lives. As Heriators, we are all incredibly fortunate to have been gifted such an education. Although I cannot relate to what the Serbian boys went through, I know they would have been proud of their Heriots heritage, just like I am. Remember to join us next time as the Heliot's history journey continues.